Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. First off, a quick congratulations to a couple listeners. These are the winners of Sherry Salata's book, The Beautiful No. Sherry was Oprah Winfrey's executive producer, and if you missed her episode, look for episode number 279, No. So congrats to Leah from Florida, Heather from Arizona, Sarah from Montana, and Caroline from Northumberland. You'll be getting a book in the mail very shortly. And if you like free books, we almost always do book giveaways when we have authors on. This week, we hosted master travel writer and novelist Paul Theroux. His new book is an epic journey throughout Mexico. It's called On the Plain of Snakes, A Mexican Journey, and we're going to be giving away two copies. To win, just join us on Instagram or Facebook, whichever you prefer, and on the book giveaway post, tag a person you think would like our show, along with a few words as to why they would like it. All participants get thrown into a hat, and two of you will win. And your chances are good, so play along. We've actually had one listener who's won twice. You're always eligible if you play. Now, the interview you heard Monday was Paul Theroux and me backstage at Town Hall Seattle. But we did a public event there as well. And for today's mini-episode, here's a bit of our onstage appearance. You can hear how different an interview can be if it's happening in front of hundreds of people. I thought you might enjoy the contrast. So here we go. I love what you wrote at the very beginning. I'm just going to read what you wrote really quickly to you. You write, It is a mistake to disclose that you're passionate about going anywhere because everyone will give you ten reasons for not going. That's true. And, And I thought one way of seeing Mexico would be to drive up and down the border and the interior of Mexico. When I mentioned it to people, they said, I'm sure it's happened to you. You say, we're going to India, and, they, and people say, you're going to India, you're going to get sick. <laughs> you know, you'll get <laughs> diarrhea. Uh, or if you're going to China, oh, the food's terrible. Whatever it is, people discourage you. It's people eating meatloaf and watching television say, don't go. <laughs> Those are people to avoid. So, um, but now and then, you, I, I met a man in Corpus Christi, Texas, a man who had ridden there on a motorcycle. He had a leather jacket. He had no teeth crazy hair, and he said, you're going where, man? I said, I'm going to Mexico. He said, you don't go to Mexico, you'll die, you'll die. Now, when, when someone, your neighbor with the meatloaf and the TV tells you, to, you say, I don't. But when a, when a hell's angel <laughs> tells you don't go, <laughs> you tend to heed that advice. They'll mess you up, you'll die, you'll die. <laughs> what he didn't know is that near-death experiences are the essence of a travel book and the the writer always has the last word. So (laughs) my stock and trade has been to see things as they are. And I can tell you that driving my car in Mexico made all the difference. If I'd taken a plane, a bus, a train, or whatever, uh, it would have been different. But having a car made all the difference. But most people will discourage you from going. So it's a mistake 
to tell it, to announce it. In <laughs> to advance. tell them that you're going. You said that as you get closer and closer to being at the border, the warnings all become more dire. There are many, many people that you meet in Tucson or Nogales or uh, Tubac or Southern Arizona or Texas. They're looking at the fence and they've never, they say, I've been there years ago, but they haven't been across. One of the reasons I wrote the book was to dispel this ignorance. I don't have a job. I have all the time in the world. I'm not connected to any university. My MacArthur Genius Grant never came through. So, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I need to, I'm a professional writer. Everyone's got an opinion about the border or immigration. And I thought, I, I want to go and look and see. You've heard all these alarmist things. Did you find any of what people were saying to be accurate? You know, very little. Very little of what people say or know or think they know about Mexico is accurate. Very little. The border, for example, people talk about Mexicans are flooding and coming across. Actually, every morning in Nuevo Laredo, in Batamoros, in, in, in Tijuana, hundreds of thousands of Mexicans come across. Why? To work, to clean hotel rooms, to make beds, to make tacos, to work. El Paso, for example, operates with labor from Ciudad Juarez. Property is so cheap in Mexico, food is cheap, it's just cheaper to live there. They live in Mexico, they come across. In Arizona or New Mexico or Texas, you'll find that the people who've been arrested aren't from Mexico. They're from Africa, they're from Asia. They're trying to claim refugee status or political asylum, or some of them just want to, they've got a ton of money, they think, well, I got a ton of money. I think I'll go to San Diego and buy a house. You know? So well, that was a surprise, big surprise. The other big surprise, of course, that I found is that Walmart is very big in Mexico. It's on the record of having bribed many Mexican officials to put a Walmart store in Oaxaca, in Puebla. There are sacred spots outside Mexico City where there's a Walmart. You're not supposed to build anything, but they paid backhand, mordida, they call it. But in some places, there's no Walmart. So they come across, shop, buy whatever they have, and then they come back. So the border is back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The idea that it's a solid line of fence, there is a fence. But the idea that it's just illegals that come across is wrong. There's the flow back and forth. And it's always been the case. Obviously, it needs to be secured. People need to be safer. But that was a big surprise. That was a very big surprise on the border. Well, and one of the things that you write is after traveling for 50 years, you've crossed countless borders. The Mexico-U.S. border is somehow the oddest frontier you've ever seen. One thing I will say is that one of the most interesting things you can do in travel is walk across a border. Walk across the Canadian border, walk across the Mexican border. The border between China and Russia, the border between Uzbekistan and Turkmenistan. It's just amazing because it's the edge of the country. But I had never seen a border with a fence. Probably they exist. They say that Gaza and Israel has a fence. And that may be the case, but I haven't seen it. But to see the fence, a 30-foot fence going up and down and up and down, looks like a modernist sculpture. It, it's, it's an amazing sight. It's also an example of a kind of paranoia and a kind of medievalism, too. It's a medieval answer, too, because obviously a fence doesn't keep anyone out. There are tunnels under most of the fence, or people climb over it. But I should say that I saw the fence, I saw a little door in the fence in Nogales. I walked through and I thought, 
This is the most incredible experience I've ever had in my life. I'm in Nogales, Arizona. I walk through the fence. Suddenly, I'm in Mexico. That was so dramatic. It was such a dramatic experience of, of an introduction to a country. I'd never, and especially, you know, you're in Main Street, USA, and at the end of the road, there's a fence. You go through the fence. It's like Alice through the rabbit hole. You know, you go through and suddenly mariachi music, street food, different language. I went to Mexico to destroy the stereotype, I hoped, but also because of the drama of it. That's it for today. If you like hearing great onstage lectures on a weekly basis, subscribe to Town Hall's podcasts. Just search for Town Hall Seattle and choose the topic that interests you. They have a, a number of threads, including a show called In the Moment that highlights backstage interviews like the one you heard with me and Paul on Monday. And don't forget to enter to win Paul Theroux's book, On the Plane of Snakes. That's on Instagram and Facebook right now. Just search for The Bittersweet Life Podcast. It could make a really good gift for the holidays. And until next week, I'm Katie Sewell. Thanks for joining me. Talk to you soon. Bye. Yo!